Hello, everyone, and welcome back to SCTV for ScreeningClub.com, where we break down the latest in television entertainment for you each week. I'm here, as always, with my two associates, my brother Chris. What's up, Chris? Nothing much. How about you? Pretty good. And our good friend, Mike. How are you, Mike? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Everyone's feeling better. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, Chris, how are your teeth? They're a lot better. Yeah. No more bleeding. No more special uh, snacks in still, lieu of uh, normal people. Food. There's no more special snacks, but there's still things that I can't eat, like chips I can't have. Is there like a chart that they give you for like, okay, three weeks out, you can now eat chicken or something? No, it's just like kind of how you feel. Okay. But the the crunchy stuff and the and I guess the straws are like not for a while. Like I really wanted to have some granola yesterday with some yogurt. So how how do you gauge how you feel about the crunchy stuff? Well, if like, there's no like rules. Well, no, that is like stuff like until the holes in the back of your mouth like heal, and you just feel that with your you tongue. Just, or something? Well, you just don't. You can look in the in your mouth and see. Oh, but like because that stuff can really get dug in there. Um, but you're not like an expert. Like there must be some point. Like do you have to get checked up to, so they can tell you that the hole's healed? No, you can just see. You can, if it's kind of gross. But if you look in my mouth right now, you can see like holes where my teeth used to used to be. So, That's disgusting, Chris. Yeah, food, don't bring that food up gets on stuck this podcast in there again. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another reason why this week is a great week, and we had a short debate about whether and how much we should bring bring this up. But living in New England. Uh, we all did just witness the greatest comeback of all time uh, in the Super Bowl this this past Oof. week, um, and what what a Super Bowl it was! And of course, it aired on TV, SCTV. It all it, sure, it all comes, works. comes back mm-hmm. to it. Um, but anyway, no, I, I'll, I'll I'll just give a quick opening thought here, and then I'd love to, I'd love to hear your your guys' thoughts. The Falcons just sort of seem like nice guys. Like I, like I, I didn't really like hate hate them. You know, yeah. like I sort of, I would have been fine. Like I probably would have been cheering for them if it was anyone but the Patriots. You know, they yeah. they, they just all seem like sort of nice, uh, nice guys. But still, I agree. You know, it looked it looked pretty pretty dim. Pretty like hope was. Was fading fast. It's always then, darkest uh, before the dawn. And then you, what what we saw, ladies and gentlemen, was just the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, step it up. But what what were your your guys' thoughts on uh, the Super Bowl? Uh, well, yeah, I agree. I didn't feel sort of any animosity whatsoever towards the Falcons. Uh, their, their their head coach seems like a nice guy, a little flaky, kind of like in the in the mold of a, of a Pete Carroll. Uh, <laughs> but uh nonetheless a, a decent guy matt matt ryan of course from boston college we all love julie jones uh some i th- do and 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 who, I think who julio had a little a bit more than catch. we do what what i said i think you love him a little bit more than than we do I, i've never had him on my fantasy team so. i really do love julio and yeah i had him last year on my fantasy team and what a catch huh that mm-hmm. would have been the catch if they had won the the, yeah. the sideline catch where he I know like he he was bending like his whole body and he was like out of bounds and he tapped the other toe it was I crazy that, I think everyone sort of thought that was like the final <clears throat> nail in the coffin yeah but uh those Fal- Falcons they ran some really questionable like offensive uh plays um some of their their key opportunities towards towards the end and that allowed the Patriots to sort of creep back in did you guys see the sound effects that no. they do, you know how they release everyone mic'd up? Yeah. 
Big Boy Blunt had some classic lines during that that wow. that sound effect. Uh, really, like he was almost like he wasn't narrating, but like they continued, <laughs> and it would always too. be Blunt on on the sideline going <laughs> going like, "Oh, we got Tom Brady. This this is done. This is done." <laughs> you know, like he he just keep like saying like, and and then his his classic line just to give you one little tidbit when that catch happened, when the Julie Jones catch happened, he he went. Man, every Super Bowl we play in, there's got to be a crazy catch. I mean, I mean this is my my second one, but but every Super Bowl, <laughs> it's true. Exactly like he's it's been on the team and for he, ten he years. He was right. That that was kind of a, a a prophetic comment because moments later, Julian Edelman made like the most insane catch that I've seen since the uh, David Tyreek play, yeah, in, against the Patriots. And that, and they showed Ju- Julie Jones made a comment on that catch because everyone, you know, everyone's like, no, it wasn't a catch, and they're yeah. And then they they cut to Julie Jones and and he goes, I think you made that that catch. <laughs> I was like, man, if Julie Jones, says, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was pretty good. But uh, Chris, how 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 do you feel? You uh, uh, you sometimes are a fan of the Patriots and sometimes yeah, aren't. I'm not the biggest Patriots fan. I'm not really a fan of any NFL team. Chris is a mercenary. Yeah, it's whoever, whoever's no on my fantasy team. So, but I, you're a Tom Brady fan, right? I like Tom Brady. He's not the Patriots. I will say they're not like. They're pretty. I know other places disagree, but they're a pretty clean, cut and dry team. Like they're not. They're that's generous of you. They're a bunch of nice guys. Can't not like blunt. I think you Gronk can tell is, how Chris like is saying that he's like he's Im- impartial, but he's actually not by saying the Patriots are a clean cut bunch. <laughs> like I don't think. Well, like let's let's lots so of like I, like with, like with I love listen. I love Antonio Brown, the the greatest wide receiver in the league. Sure, better sure. than Julie Jones, and I, I think love, Julie's better. But well, I disagree. Sure. Agree to disagree. Sure, but so I love Antonio Brown. I I like Le'Veon Bell a lot, but Ben Roethlisberger is like not a good person. He's done some pretty <laughs> disgusting things, and the worst thing you can say about Tom Brady is that he more likely than not was sort of involved in deflating footballs. That's very true, Chris. And I think... Uh, it's the, the most overblown story of, of, of this century, I would say, been, is, is where the whole gate. Big Ben does Bullshit. some really disgusting things, and it's just brushed under the rug. There's been no several, other, it's true. several other quarterbacks have also come out and a- admitted to altering footballs below mm-hmm. or above the, 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 the requirements. And nothing happens. It, altering yeah. is such a dangerous word because it implies that it has like a serious effect on the outcome of, of anything. Mike is right. In fact, adding a little bit of air or taking a little bit of air out of the footballs, it does like nothing to affect the the outcome I, of, of everyone, the game. I know I'm the one that brought it up, but I think we're getting lost in the weeds here. Okay, we're, we're just, talking every, about deflate. Everyone, take a look at Tom Brady's stats after <laughs> halftime at that Colts game until right now, and, and you'll see how he does with, with without exactly. his uh, potentially deflated balls. Such overblown, nonsensical <laughs> bullshit, and I think this Super Bowl definitively puts that to rest. And I'll say, okay. Two more really quick thoughts. Number one, so, like, I love looking on social media and seeing everyone was Patriots fan, you know, uh, bandwagon fans. They're hot. They're hot. So many off, oh, uh, comparisons to uh, you all the election from last yeah. year, too, which yeah. was and exhausting. Then, uh, but, then, okay, I have to say, though, the king, and, and I won't name anyone specifically, but I saw this guy on uh, Twitter. He was saying, clearly a Patriots fan. 
was just like shitting all over us. Ah, oh, Tom, Tom Brady. What happened to Tom Brady? Like I thought this guy was the best. I screenshotted it because I said, I want to remember this. Bring it back the next day. He's erased all of them. But not only that, he took it a step further. Now has a tweet shitting on people that were shitting on the Patriots during the Super Bowl. Wow. When he himself was doing it, at least the other people were man enough not, not to erase it. <laughs> and then second, did you guys watch watch the parade and see Bill Belichick invent a new phrase? On, on, I on, saw on he was like chanting something. He was chanting, no days off. <laughs> and like, his, like, only Bill Belichick, like, his first new catchphrase is just getting, like, thousands of people to ch- chant with him on, on the victory float. And it's a chant about not taking any days off, which is so fitting because it was, like, two days after he made that statement. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen oh, that yeah. where they said, like, um, how, uh, how do you feel about winning? And he said something like, oh, it's all great. Five weeks uh, yeah. behind the rest of the But we're five weeks league. behind the rest of the league. Also, there's some double irony in that, in that m- most people cheering in that crowd were probably taking a day off from work to attend. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's a true. great point. <laughs> Didn't think about that. That's a great point. <laughs> I bet that's why it didn't catch on so strong at first. <laughs> Everyone was saying, like, is Bill Belichick called call us I, out? I wish I could have taken a day off. But. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, great stuff, but seriously, no hard feelings for Falcons. I know it sucks, and we've been on the other side, and the Falcons all seem like nice guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, great, but yeah, greatest coach and quarterback of all time. I do. Uh, Chris, me and you've been watching Taboo. Just yep. talk a little taboo. So we're both I'll just uh, sit silently over here in the like, corner. You should catch up, though. So That's my cool. preference. So we're, at, we're on, both please. up to episode four, which ended with the the big question, the big standoff, which I thought was pretty cool. I know I'm skipping right to the end. It's the big... He challenged him to a duel. Oh, yeah. I, I watched this a, a little while ago, Chris. Oh, that's so, fun. So, so, so you'll have to... Because I, I remember... A lot, lots of stuff happened in this well, episode. So the episode starts off with, um, like the big chemical, like there's that scientist that's like showing off like the chemical reactions. Oh, but it, it was the guy <laughs> from the trading company, right? That, that challenged him. Is that what I'm No, it about? was, uh, his half sister's husband. Oh shit. Okay. He's like, I had his has to end. Can I just say like, it, it, it was really evident in the scenes with the chemist though. The sets in this show are really cool. It's like, all really intricate really is like i buy into the like the except for that like we talked about last week some of like the costumes with like the the king's man and stuff are a little bit like sort of cartoony caricature but, uh, over the top uh, luckily he wasn't in this episode yeah he was spoken of but not not in the episode um but yeah like that chemist scene was really cool um and we got some really fun action some really hardcore action with the the giant came to try to assassinate him can i just say like is he just invincible he might have some <laughs> it, it depends on how how supernatural you want to go with your thinking of the show did he return from africa with special power? some protection on him <laughs> um or is he just a crazy yeah. man that gets things done i know it uh i mean if he has some protection on him, it sort of takes away a little bit if he's just an in- invincible man. Mm-hmm. Like, he shouldn't worry about anything. Um, then there was 
that whole crazy. So, okay, so the thing with the chemist, he's going to have him help with the gunpowder. He's right? going to make the gunpowder for him uh, because of these laws that have been changed and criminals can't make gunpowder or something like that. But um, I did like how that guy also deals in laughing gas, which it's fun to see, which is stories I've heard all the time when reading through books and stuff about how these, like, uppity aristocrats used to have parties where they would just, like, snuff laughing gas just for fun. Really? Yeah. And we got to see that in this episode a little bit. Classic Chris historical tidbit. Well, it's, it shows that they're, no, they're doing their research a little bit. But that's really cool. So, wait, wait, was he... He didn't bust out the laughing gas during that perform. Like, what What, what the hell Not was that? It was just like a chemist per- performance. I think it was just like when people... When, like, the layman doesn't really know much about science, like, <laughs> just, like, taking some gunpowder and, like, exploding a little bit and making it, like, fizzle <laughs> yeah. is, like, pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, the laughing gas didn't come out until the party at the end, which... I mean, the show it just looks so good. The scenes are just so well shot and has that real gritty English vibe that you don't get from American shows unless they're connected to the BBC somehow. It's true. And then we get L- Lorna, which I believe is the supposed ex-wife of his yeah. father mm-hmm. or whatever, where she's captured. Yeah. And I like how the show is kind of making them allies when you would have thought that they would have definitely kind of been at odds, but he's probably seeing seeing the writing on the wall and making the smartest move. I think so. It's uh it's definitely unraveling in this really intricate way that I wasn't expecting going into that show. I was expecting a lot more supernatural stuff. Um even like a little bit more, but we we really haven't gotten much of that. It's definitely true, but still it holds true to the quote that you said that made me buy into the show, which was Tom Hardy is a crazy British man. Mm-hmm. Um which is true. Yeah. And and he is. And so he's got I, a plan. I would say, Chris, like what are you thinking is going to happen? Where or where where do you think it's going? I think we're eventually going to like something will happen, some violent thing will happen or there'll be a reason for him to need to leave England and he'll leave in a hurry and he'll go to America okay uh, first screen bev 2017 does Tom Hardy have su- supernatural powers of any kind yes yes or no yes well we've kind of seen a little bit Chris. when he did like that incantation in front of the fire and it like affected his half sister Okay, well then let's be a little bit more specific. I'm I'm talking about like he has some sort of borderline like like, like is he's gonna do something where like he like force pushes someone? Is that what you're saying? Like he's gonna do like he's gonna have like crazy powers? Okay, I'd say it, it either has to be that or it has to come out that like he cannot be killed mostly. Like oh, okay. that they have to do something like really crazy. Like someone's to kill gonna him. like stab him and he's gonna be like, not today. Even though he, <laughs> yeah. even though he already was stabbed. Although that really is almost <laughs> and he almost a died. Times. But uh, yeah, so like that's what I'm thinking. Supernatural in that he either does so- something cr- crazy like a Darth Vader force okay. move, or then, he like cannot be killed unless it's in a crazy way. I'll take I'll take the negative on that screen bit. I don't think it's going to be something like crazy like that. What if someone teaches him? Like, even if someone te- te- teaches him, Chris, like, he could acquire a new power. 
that, that, so. that, 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 that still counts. And in that way, I'll take the positive. I'll say he he will. So lock lock it in, Mike. You're you're not taking part. Uh, so nope. you're you're the keeper of the. Sure, I'll I'll just nod my head and pretend like I was listening All to right. what you guys are talking about. Sounds good. All you have to remember is Chris. No, Jeff. Yes. Screen <laughs> screen <it>. bet. <laughs> Taboo. Great. But um, let's let's do this. Let's uh. Let's get Mike involved. Let's do some quick quick hits here. Let's huh? transition from the uh, the Chris Jeff show to the Mike show. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. Well, we you get... need to even out the time. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna let Mike uh, go. <laughs> We're gonna set set Mike free here on a couple of different quick hits. Um, and please, Mike. I mean, this is really your segment today. But uh, I, yeah, I, I've I, got I... a few shows that I'd, I'd like to discuss. Please, uh, I'll start with the one that Chris said he watched a third of. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't make it the whole way through well, I, for, in time for the podcast. I didn't know that it, it had aired until like <laughs> five hours prior to this recording. Chris, that's sloppy. Uh, but that show is Legion on uh, FX, mm-hmm. um, which you probably know a little bit more the, of the uh, the origins of than I do. I know a little bit about the character. I'm not like a huge X-Men fan. I know a little bit about the character, and the, especially this X-Men continuity, they've changed so much and things have gone so wacky. I've been seeing these these teasers for Legion for like feels like six months, and mm-hmm. up until very recently, I had no idea it had anything to do with X Men. Yeah, um, and you could you probably see the make X in the case. O? What you didn't see the X in the O in Legion? Had not, did not phase right. me. Uh, you could probably make <laughs> that case um, just after seeing the first episode that you might not even know, unless you're like intensely familiar with uh, the X Men continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, you could make the case that it had nothing to do with X-Men even then. So far... Um, which is which is fine by me, because I don't even like the X-Men. Half, <laughs> halfway into the episode, like 30 minutes into the episode, there's only one line that would even give you a hint that it's part of the X-Men universe you didn't already know. What line is that? It's when the guy that's questioning him in the pool, he's like, he leaves, and then yeah. he says, he might be the uh, a most powerful mutant we've ever right. seen. I guess, I guess that's actually a good point. Yeah. yeah mutant kind of stands out. But still, out that's so generic of a term. But, um... Damn, I loved that pilot, the premiere. Uh, just so just vibrant and original and cool and just stunningly shot. Um, there are certain um, set pieces uh, throughout the, the hour and a half premiere that are just dazzling and, and beautiful. Um, and yeah, it was. I was so impressed by it and I just... I can't. I can't wait for more. Um, it looked great, but it also the way this it unfolded the narrative was was really inventive and interesting. Um, involving that this man, his name is uh, David, mm-hmm. um, who who may or may not be insane, uh, according to what he's been told and what he thinks of himself. He thinks he's insane. Little does he know he he might be the most powerful uh, mutant uh, alive in the X Men universe. My God, <laughs> what? My God. Yeah. Um, but man, and uh, I've seen the show. Uh, I saw the comparison to Hannibal um, prior to me, me actually uh, seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's absolutely true. Um, just in this, the distinctive um, visual artistry that sort of um, exists from like frame to frame throughout the entire episode, but also in the, in the, in the way that um, the show just, puts you so closely, uh, intimately inside the mind of, 
uh, the protagonist and sort of conveys the world of the show outward through through their eyes um which was really impressive like in the case of hannibal they did that so well yeah. with, with will graham um so yeah big thumbs up can't wait for more yeah, you're you're making me want to check it out. I I think it's required of you that you check it out. <laughs> uh, it's only you know, only the one episode aired. It aired last night on Wednesday. Well, the same could be said about the last few episodes of DS uh, that were required of you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I think Legion is a little bit more uh, higher higher caliber than oh, DS. Really, I'd I'd like to see you say that to Kiefer's face. <laughs> I would, but uh, you would. Def- he probably agree. Oh come on! Yeah, this is a this is the special. It's from uh, I didn't mention this. It's from Noah Hawley. Uh, he wrote and directed the episode. Noah Hawley, of course, the creator of the uh, amazing Fargo miniseries on FX. Ah, um, but I didn't realize. I knew he wrote it. I didn't realize he directed it. And there are oh, some wow. some shots. There are a couple. I know really long single take shots. I know you love those, Chris. Oh yeah, I saw uh, one. There there are two of them um, in the episode that are just spectacular I like um, it so yeah you finish that finish that I will, I will. <laughs> and, and I'll watch the next one for next week yo speaking of Kiefer I know great transition <laughs> speaking of Kiefer but also are we speaking of Kiefer because he's not in this this 24 minis but it's not spirit. even a miniseries new series was he referenced he was not referenced. I've like, only seen two episodes premiered this week. One directly after the Super Bowl, another one uh, Monday night. I only saw the premiere. I haven't watched episode two yet. Wait, so this is ju- this is like a reboot of Twenty Four? Not reboot, but like just like it's an extension of some kind or what? It is it same ab- universe. It is absolutely a reboot. So a couple of years ago, they brought back Twenty Four in the form of a mini series called uh, Twenty Four Live Another Day, and that was starring Kiefer Sutherland and Jack Bauer. And it was mostly pretty good. Um, it, it only ran the uh, 12 episodes as opposed to the traditional 24, and yeah. hence the title. Yeah. So it was only half a day as opposed to a full day. And that's what they're doing. They brought back a 24 Legacy, um, this, this new series. Yes. Okay. They're doing the, the same thing, only 12 episodes. But I believe they, they intend to to make an entire like new series out of this um, mm. as opposed to just the like a one-off like they did with uh live another day <clears throat> got you okay uh, but yeah Kiefer wanted nothing to do with this as far as i, I recall he wanted he had bigger and better things he's not he's busy he's he not even like an executive producer what? he's not even like an executive producer or something not that i noticed no uh, he may have been referenced in a, i mean when we left left off jack bauer he was in a pretty dark place and live another day we we may not here from him for for a long time didn't england like blow up in that he was uh captured by by the russian government i believe um in in, in sounds like 24 <laughs> mike he's he's become president now he's president on <clears throat> how is the guy that is the new lead uh yeah cory hawkins yeah, he plays his um, name he plays uh, the star um he was pretty good um, the 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 premiere was was fine. Uh, I I had no no real issues with it. It was definitely in the mold of Twenty Four. A lot of the people that were uh, intensely involved in the original series are, are back, so it definitely has that Twenty Four feel. It is devoid of of Jack Bauer, which is a problem because he was even, often the the very best part of Twenty Four. <laughs> there wasn't even a line like "This man is the greatest man since Jack Bauer." <laughs> Not yet. I mean, um, the, the, just a little. Uh, 
um, synopsis of of of, the, of this this new show. It, it's about a uh, Corey Hawkins character, uh, former um, Navy SEAL, SEAL Team Six, I believe, who Whoa. participated in some covert like operation overseas uh, with like with a with his team, and um, and the, which involved like taking down a, a terrorist. Um, whatever and now they're back trying to live like their civilian lives in the united states uh, years later they're all being picked off one by one mm, i some whoa. some shadowy uh islamist uh terror cell uh, can, can can i ask ask a question sure are we sure it's a shadowy islamist terror cell or is it a man who's been wronged uh or maybe like a brainwashed man someone man who's been what do you mean do you know who i'm saying <laughs> Maybe a brainwashed man. Maybe. Maybe a man who you think has been removed from the show. Maybe a future president. Do you see what I'm saying? Operating from the uh, the close quarters of a uh, Russian uh, prison cell. <laughs> it could be like a Fate of the Furious situation. Where like he's turned against his former crew. I, I didn't really understand that reference, Chris. I don't watch those garbage movies. But um, I'm, I'll, I'll just say, think about this. What if he's a double agents they think they've captured him they think they've turned him on his side the end of believe 24 me. legacy is going to be the believe me the old I switcheroo. Reading, and i'm now reading hard for ds to be canceled to, to free oh keeper sutherland to return back to 24 where he belongs okay this is breaking news this 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 this, this quote i'm rooting hard for ds to be canceled mike wants him to crawl it, back on his hands and knees everyone like the world would be better off with ds not existing first of but all you, keeper sutherland would be free to do what he was born to do play jack bauer but keeper sutherland. 24 the the legacy would be much better overall as as a show uh Starring Jack Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland, it would just work out best for everyone. But he wants to spread his wings, Mike. He, I know. He doesn't uh, want to just be yeah, Jack I Bauer he, for the rest of his, his life. He has his fun away from Twenty Four for for one season. Uh, <laughs> DS goes away, and then he comes com- comes back next year. Uh, I'm not sure DS is going away. Okay. <laughs> I agree. I think it's it's here to stay. NBC likes it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but anyway, that that does sound uh, pretty interesting. I wonder, yeah. I wonder where it's going to go. You know, I, I'm 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 into it. I love 24. Uh, it really sort of lagged um, towards the end, um, as most long running shows do, and it sort of became sort of a, a cliche of itself, um, parody of itself. But I'm game for more. It, it's still always really like fun and exciting, uh, never not interesting or at least engaging. So. May I interject into the middle of the Mike Quick Hits segment to, today? If you must. Um, I have a movie that I just wanted to... I'm thinking about pulling a Chris signature and not looking at any of the mm-hmm. the trailers, not looking at the synopsis. But I've seen it pop up on Reddit quite a bit. I think it's called It Comes at Night. Have you guys seen it? Seen it, any of this? No. I think it's getting like some... Sounds some hype familiar. is his name uh am i trauma do you guys remember <laughs> do you guys remember uh <clears throat> do you guys remember the movie i believe it was called the gift yeah mm-hmm. and who was like the bad guy in that movie joel something right joel edgerton edgerton the australian guy was the, the villain no no, no he, was the, he was the good guy or the main character at least also i enjoy that movie the gift that um, was uh, written and directed by edgerton as yeah. well is it no edgerton or Ed- Joel, I thought it was Joel Edgerton. Edgerton. 
Anyway, he's he's in this, I I think. But I'll just oh, yeah. I'm gonna throw it out there because I just wanted to see if you guys had heard about it, so you could give me like, oh Jeff, mm-hmm. that, that was gonna be a good one or something. I don't know. I don't know because I think I'm not gonna look at anything for it. Okay. Do so, you even know like like what synopsis? Like what? It's is it like a horror movie. All I know, yes, I know that it's it's some sort of horror movie, and that a bunch of people are in a house or like a family's in a house. That's okay. all I know. Um, cool. But yeah, it looks like it's getting some hype. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there, you know, give a little balance to the Mike Quick Hit section. Mike, you, you, you've also you. been, been watching Crazy Ex- Ex-Girlfriend, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I love Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. As I've talked a few times on this podcast. I read about it on the site. I think it's a terrific show. And it, it, it just wrapped its uh, season two, um, the finale last Friday. And it, it just did so in... Uh, just, it's confident, assured, uh, original, just really awesome way that, 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 that the show, uh, conducts itself. Um, I mean, I don't really have much to say considering you guys have, have no yeah. interest in the show, so there's no real, no real room for, for a back and forth about it. But, uh, I will just say that I'm really glad that it was renewed for a season three, um, I believe it's the lowest rated show on all of broadcast TV among all the five major networks. It's the Is lowest. That's something rated. you want to be oh bringing up, Mike. Wow. <laughs> but it, it has a really acclaimed. small, passionate following, uh, of which I, I consider myself part of. Uh, <laughs> and it, it does really well cr- critically, and it does really well on Netflix. So. Of course, it, it makes sense that it's yeah. being brought back for. So for, you don't think it's at risk for after this season, though? Maybe I think they they they've been very vocal about a four season plan. Oh, okay. With it. So um. So I, I think I think we're we're good for 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 full four seasons. Uh, then again, <laughs> Brian Fuller uh, from Hannibal often talked about how he had like a seven season plan for Hannibal. Mm-hmm. He only got three seasons. Ooh. Yeah. So. Nothing's Sadly. guaranteed. I'm well, that's pretty ballsy in the first place to be like, "Oh, my show got picked up. This is like a 13 season plan. I I really need to." In it's order- a good way to put pressure on your uh, <laughs> yeah. on, on your executives because yeah. people start to grapple onto that and they start to put pressure on on, on them to to renew the show and they think that there's there's more story to tell. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that uh, that's good. I'm happy you're uh, you're enjoying it. Uh, and I'll just say qu- quickly, guys. Celebrity Apprentice, shout out. It's coming down to it. Actually, I missed it on on Sunday, so it might be down to the final three now, but we were down, I believe, to, to, to the final four. Uh, spoiler alert, Arnold fired two people. My Actually, God. I think he, he's fired. He's He's been, like, throwing it down. Like, he fired, I think, two people last week, too. Um but I think I officially do have my favorites. Um, they've sort of emerged. Uh, I really like the guy from, like, he's the host of, uh, it's not American Ninja War- Warrior. I think it's the show where the people do the obstacle course. You know what I'm talking about? Like White American Pale? something. No, I think it's like a, called American s- s- something. Um, but I don't think it's Ninja Warrior. The guy Warrior. from the NFL Network? No. Like, he hosts, uh, you'll... You'll see him, and and he's and and he's a doctor. He, I think, is my favorite. Um, but but I have a couple others that I like too. Still, does not get old that like Schwarzenegger just 
shamelessly throws in his signature lines like at any point. Like, Wait, did you see that Super Bowl ad? No, for the Celebrity Apprentice. No, for whatever oh, mobile game, game that he oh, hawks. Yeah. He's always plugging yeah, but Chris, game. and he said his lines like he said all of his lines in that oh, like thirty minute so ad, thirty seconds. Like Arnold, have some respect for yourself. <laughs> you you were a former governor of of California, <laughs> dude. But know what? Those mobile games like they will pay up for oh, yeah. these commercials now. So he probably got paid a ton, and it was probably like like look, here's the check. But you gotta say say the lines. It's probably what it was. I'm sure he was like. It's probably as clear as that. Sounds like a good deal. He doesn't (laughs) seem to have a problem with. He probably gets paid a crazy amount of money for those tank whatever the the ones he's doing. Um, But but yeah, those mobile games are booming, man. They 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 are booming. But anyway, let's um, let's talk a little young Pope. I know you didn't get a chance to see right, Mike. Both episodes this week or just one. I was not able to get to them. I I prioritized Legion and uh, Twenty Four over them. It's um, all right. We can talk. And with, with the Super Bowl, and then I had to work Monday night. Just just was a crazy week in New England. Was it in the cards? We can, no talk, we can talk a little vaguely. I, we should also, though, imagine we're we're in the middle of a blizzard here too. Like we are. Uh, we really are biggest storm of the winter today. Yeah. Lots of uh, you know work and school ca- canceled. So yeah, it's it was, currently uh, snowing. It was pretty crazy, but. I will say this, and Chris, I'd love for you to give your initial thoughts, but mm-hmm. really, uh, episode eight, I think, has been my favorite episode. I think so, too. But please, give me your, your general thoughts, and then I did have some stuff well, I, I want to dive into a little episode bit. Episode eight, you like you saw a, tur- a turn for the young Pope's character, mm. and I don't want to spoil anything for Mike, but you, know, you start to like, see a little goodness inside of him. I think uh, the use of that song when he's giving his speech, I don't know, I, Mike, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, but I think Mike does do a good job of spacing out if we do want to do a little spoilers. Like, are, are you okay if we do a little spoilers, Mike? Or? Ooh, well, now, now that you say it, I'm going to be uh, more alert than, than ha- if you had just started talking about it while I was on my phone. I saw you o- over there on your phone, and, and I like thought to myself, "He's you probably just not going to hear it, this." Yeah, no, but I then, I, but I want to make sure first because you could have also, you know, popped up and like, "What did you say, Jeff? He was dead the the whole time." <laughs> like that that that's the the kind of thing. Well, I, can, I, I there is something a little vague. I'd say I did find it interesting that in his turn of character, where he's where you started seeing him kind of be a little bit more nicer towards people. The only reason that happened is because he had to like he was able to shit on someone while doing it. That is so, sort of true, Chris. Um, like he he yeah. did what was good for he he did what was good for everyone, but it still was <laughs> like a, a dick move, but to someone specific and not not to everyone. I'll just th- this show is so like I know I, I guess you could say like disjointed or whatever, but just just to see like sort of the culmination of a few things happen when he's giving his speech again. And I think that's, that's sort of what you're, t- you're talking about, right? Like during yeah. that, that speech, mm-hmm. um, his, his talk also the use of music during uh, that. I really liked like that actually probably made it my, my favorite moment of the entire show. Um, Mike, he does do some crazy stuff in episode eight, like episode eight, I feel like sort of turns the whole thing. Like, well, like what to, is going on? I'm happy to hear that that there is some uh, some serious developments, um, as you're implying. I think I don't. 
Okay, and serious I re- character developments, not like that's good. Not because like story. I've been kind of growing frustrated with the show a little bit, um, just in its sort of complacency. Yeah, uh, well, I think just it's just felt a little flat to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it, I'm, I'm happy to hear that there's some more, more, more things happening. Lots of stuff is sort of happening, and I do. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to say. Okay, I, I get this is not specific, but. I don't know if it's sort of a spoiler, but it's not specific, so I'll just say, I think we're also starting to, like, I think a legitimate question to bring up now about the young Pope is, like, I mean, I know it's not superpowers, but, like, is God, like, (laughs) does he in this show... Is God intervening? Like, does he in this show have the ability to like like god will connect with god. make things happen for him like that's that's what i'm saying and i think that this episode i don't know i'd say to me the answer is pretty cl- clearly yes now like that Sister he can Mary do said crazy he was things. a saint yeah and she said that be- before yeah. she she said that before like, like this pr- crazy stuff happened episodes, right? yeah i will let me bring out my prediction it's a crazy prediction probably not true is this a screen bet <clears throat> No, because it's just a prediction. I don't. I wouldn't want to bet any anything on this. What What do it we has to do bet? with the young our honor and dignity? <laughs> it has to do with the young pope's parents. Okay, Colin Smith, Colin of course, friend of the, friend of the podcast, show, Colin, Colin Smith. Smith. And, yes, and uh, lots of stuff with them, like in in this episode too. Un, unnamed actress mother. Then I don't know her name. It's pretty pretty good so far. We can. Look My at prediction is. Friend of the show, Colin, and that woman are not his parents, and those are visions. Oh, God. Those are visions that his mind has made up, Being he's been told that he was adopted, but really, his parents are Sister Mary and the old guy that is like his spiritual father, the other, the other cardinal. I will say this. Have they ever shared a scene together, Sister Mary and uh, James Cromwell? No. So what would su- what would suggest to you that that they have like a, a previous relationship? They've never even I think that's mentioned gonna, I think, each other. I think that could be like a crazy moment because they haven't been together. Wait, I think you're onto something about the the true nature of his parents. Did but, you just say that you think those are his parents? But I think yeah. that's a stupid that's a stupid prediction. <laughs> I don't agree. Well, <laughs> it shows him showing up though. Like what it shows show? them dropping. I them think off. that might be like suggested memory like mother mary was like and i will say i this, remember blah 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 last we spoke to colin he was a little bit shifty when asked <laughs> about like like are they really the parents like he did he i mean well, he was very good and he didn't give away anything he was also but, very open about how he had no idea <clears throat> yeah that well he could have been lying that's true but i think he probably has some idea <laughs> As someone that was so, but if you involved. if you remember, case in point, in the I think it was the first episode when Lenny shows up as a child to the orphanage, and, sure. the, and the other kid shows up to the orphanage. Sister Mary says, "The other not, kid, Andrew, do, yeah. do not call me mother. Call me Sister Mary." Yeah, tells and she tells the other kid to call her mom. call her ma. I know that's something that we've talked about before. And I wasn't sure why. Hey, explain know? that. I just don't see the whole, like, <laughs> Sister Mary, James Cromwell angle. I think that doesn't make any sense. I think it could be, like, a surprise, you know? Well, Cromwell is definitely, like, 
he's such a fatherly figure. Like it would almost be too too obvious, you know. And they'd have to keep it. It would be a scandalous relationship with a, and a scandalous child. Can I just say something else about Andrew, which I believe is his his name, like his friends, mm-hmm. and his foster uh, brother. Yeah. yeah. So didn't he kill himself? Uh, wait, no. you, you think that something happened in this this episode? Is episode that six, didn't he jump off a building? No, no that ma- was the priest that he denied. He denied that priest because oh, he yeah, was yeah. following okay, Lenny's right, orders. Through his actions, I a forgot. person committed suicide. <laughs> Mix that up. Um, but I would say that he's so he's so torn that you know, I don't know. But uh, I was gonna say about him. And this again is not a spoiler. Although stuff happens with this in this episode, like, yeah. what's the deal with this man being like the biggest ladies' man in the Vatican? Like Andrew is just like he's like a ladies' man. Well, I guess a ladies' and men's man, <laughs> but like he's he's just like I don't know. It just seems ra- random that he is just like this this crazy like <laughs> this crazy guy like renegade priest. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know and. uh Obviously, me and Chris have seen these two episodes, so we know a little bit more. And there, you know, I think there's a little bit more of like Lay's Man and stuff. I mean, not to keep saying Lay's Man, but mm-hmm. like he just seems like sort of like this party animal priest. Like it doesn't really, I don't know, sort of fit with the rest of like he he doesn't seem to look like like that to me. Like as far as like casting, he doesn't look he doesn't look like he would be that. But I guess that's part of the it does look like kind of just an, an average Joe. Yeah, well, that's 40, part of it. You know, forty something year old. But that's Red-headed his man. That's his sin, you know. It's his indulgences. Balding, Balding yeah. <laughs> Balding, getting rounding. There is also at the. Uh, they talk about that suicide a, cu- a couple of times in this episode, and it does sort of, you know, these two episodes as a unit. Like I actually think it was sort of cool to see them both together because they're so different and. Lenny does really go through a big transformation in these two episodes because in episode seven, you know, it's like it looks like it's going one way, and then there's like this huge, like, you know, swing the other swing, way, uh, in him in total in the next episode. Um, but the conversation that he has, he has a conversation with Andrew about the suicide, and he has a conversation with Vavoyello about the suicide. And, um, excuse me, Voyello. That's probably one of the biggest Voyello smackdowns of all time when they're having that that discussion like he takes a shit on him. Uh and but still and then also in the opposite way like there are smackdowns to be had in both of those conversations. So it was uh it was interesting to to watch. Um <clears throat> Chris as someone who's seen the the episodes, do you think that there'll be a lot more tension between uh Andrew and Lenny going forward? It's a good question. I'd say it's up in the air right now. We'll see. We'll see how much tension there is between them and against uh, uh, up against Vo- Voyello too. Um, okay. So again, I've been enjoying this this show, but if episode eight is an indication, Mike, this could be uh, this could be cool mo- mo- moving oh, forward. This uh, this Sunday, Monday, or the, the two final episodes. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna this be. This is it. Although there is a second season, but what? Yeah, there will be, I believe, right? Yeah, but it should still build to something. I'm wondering what's gonna build to. It's not like there's this one thing that like <clears throat> it could be building to in my mind. I'm thinking if he has God on his side, which is so crazy because er- everyone's saying like, does he believe in God? Like yeah. he's, he's crazy. I think 
I feel like this these two episodes have shown within the universe of this show that this man has some sort of power, like some sort of power on his, if his I, side. If I had to guess, the big thing that could possibly happen is he'd show his face to the public, and it'll be like this crazy speech that he makes. And he's like secretly hideous. What do you mean? He wasn't Jude Law at all. That was just... <laughs> yeah. That was just like a projection... Um, Seen through through his point of view of who he yeah. thinks he is, but in reality he's just like a Mr. Old Man situation. It was Roseanne. He's the old pope. He's oh, the wow. old pope. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Uh <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, it it would be even crazier that like multiple people have made reference to him being young, <laughs> young if he's and actually old. <laughs> but uh, that was pretty I good. Know. So yeah, there's, a, there's also historical precedent for there to be a competing pope. Entitled the Antipope. Whoa. Where, like, a sect breaks off and says, This is the real Pope? Like, we're not, you're not a legitimate Pope. Has that happened before, Chris? Yeah. Wow. There's, there's Antipopes, and Versailles became the new Vatican for a little bit. Do you remember, like, the guy with the goat in, in, one, in one of those ep- episodes where he was threatening Lenny to make his own yeah. like, religion? That reminded me of that. N- nothing ever yep. ha- ha- happened again with that. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing ever hap- happened again with the Italian prime minister either. I remember there was a big thing in I think episode six about about that man, and he disappeared. The the goat the, man. The, yeah, the, the, co- man. the cop came and, and questioned Voyello, but then there hasn't been any. I, I think that's, we're gonna come back to that. Maybe in the last. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it hasn't. Oh, doesn't he disappeared. Like okay. Right? Well, it's heavily implied that they murdered him. Ah, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah okay, sorry. I was missing that. Yeah. I mean, I, f- I forgot. Um, yeah, there's so much going on. So, you know what? And just one other thing I love about this show is, just, like like you, you've mentioned before, Chris, it's so cool just to see, like, what it might be like modern day inside the Vatican. Yeah. But also, like, it's so cool, like, these, like, constant shots that they have of, like, we're getting a helicopter delivery of some crazy thing. Yeah. Like those are just so, so cool. Like when he got his big, like crown thing d- delivered, like mm. and it's always like, like they show the children playing on the helipad and then like this helicopter just got like, it's just so cool that that's like pr- probably close to what it's like in the Vatican. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty cool, but yeah, we'll, um, <clears throat> we'll be looking forward to that and, uh, much more. We have, uh, lots of shows cu- coming up. Lots of other cool stuff. Girls premieres its final mm-hmm. season this sunday well how many i'm seasons? the only one who watches it so <laughs> yeah. i'll be the only one talking and about homeland is back next week what homeland is back next homeland week. will be back next week uh last week tonight with john oliver i've, I've been missing that show like crazy mm. comes back on sunday that's a great show he'll probably have a lot to say about recent uh, world events yeah huh? and then relatively oh. soon within the next couple months the leftovers returns Oof, leftovers comes back in april I think Veep was just announced coming back in April as well. Nice. Cannot wait. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good oh, year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And while we look forward to that, let me ask you, Mike, where can we find you on uh, online? On uh, Twitter, at linguistics underscore screeningclub.com. And Chris? Twitter.com slash thatmorris and screeningclub.com. And you can find me, as always, on therealjeffmore.com or twitter.com slash jeffam j-e-f-f-a-m and if you'd like to get in touch with any of us to share your comments or thoughts 
can send us all an email at screeningclub at gmail.com. Remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast. We would love to uh, hear more of your thoughts. Uh, and you can also join us, as uh, my two associates here just mentioned, on screeningclub.com itself for more articles, insight, and to share your thoughts on there. So until next week, guys, enjoy your week of TV watching, and we will see you soon. Thank you.